come on. Yeah, come on. It's like that. It's like that. Hello and welcome to my young, loyal listeners of Teen Bible Study Talk in 10 Minutes. So what do you know? Word on the go. This podcast is brought to you by and produced by Real Time with the Bennett's, where real talk happens all the time. I'm your host, Minister Bennett of today's episode, and my co-host is the lovely Sister Bennett. In this week's episode, we will be talking about the importance of family, the body of Christ as the church, according to God's word. That's right. Come on, come on, come on. And we're back live in P&T Podcast Studio with another exciting episode. We will be talking about the importance of family and the body of Christ. As we always do, let's get right down into it. I'm going to start with some definitions, the worlds, and the biblical. Starting with the, the worlds, uh, I got it straight from the dictionary and uh, for family and body. Here we go. All the descendants of a common ancestry makes up the family. The physical structure of a person or animal, including the bones, flesh, and organs, that is the body. As you can see, the body is very intricate. It has all these different pieces, and all those pieces come together to form one body, just like we do. We form the body of Christ. We can find this in 1 Corinthians 12 and 12, and it says, Just as a body, though one, has many parts, but all its parts, many parts, form one body, so it is with Christ. I'm pretty sure you're asking why should you as a teen care about being a part of a church if you're already saved? I get that. I get that. Being part of a church is not the only way to serve God. I hear that a lot, and that is good too. And I would probably applaud you for giving it some thought. You thought about it. You, you rationalized. You reasoned why you, why you felt like you didn't have to be part of a church. But I'm going to have to ask you this, or I'm going to have to tell you, you're going to have to do a lot better than that. You're going to have to come here with your A game if you want to ask those kind of questions. Because I'm going to tell you, your thought process is severely flawed. Can I read something to you? Hopefully it will change your mind. 1 Corinthians 12, 21, and I'm going to skip to 25 through 26. The eye cannot say to the hand, I don't need you. And the head cannot say to the feet, I don't need you. So there should be no division in the body but that its parts should have equal concern for each other. If one part suffers, every part suffers with it. If one part is honored, every part rejoices with it. I believe the scripture speaks for itself. If you don't do your part or play your position, the church or the body of Christ won't function as it should, affecting its ability to do what God has called it to do. God has made it clear through scripture, your participation is vitally important to the survival of mankind. Skipping down to 1 Corinthians 12 and 27. Now you are the body of Christ and each one of you and its part is part of it. It is saying that now you are the body of Christ and each one of you is a part of it. God has invited you into his family. The Bible says that the church is the body of Christ. God has not only called called you out from Adam's sinful race of people for his name's sake, but he has united you within in the spiritual body, the body of Christ. Bottom line is this. God called you into his family and everyone is counting on you to do your part because no one can fulfill your purpose or your part. Don't go nowhere. We'll be right back after this quick break. And we're back live in PNT Podcast Studio where we're picking up right where we left off. The body of Christ in action. 
We talked about what the body and the family are. We talked about the importance of being part and doing your part. We want to spend a little time talking about the significance and what it means to you. Before we received an open invitation to become one with Christ, well, let me rephrase that. Before we received an open invitation to become one in the body of believers with Christ, we lived a life that was contradictory to everything that being in a family stood for. We did not live a life that was indicative of one that was part of a family. We lived a life in isolation. We, we, we were disobedient. We were arrogant. We were envious. We were hateful, okay? So let's, let's look at this biblically. Titus 3 and 3 says this. This is where we were before we had that invitation from God. For we ourselves were also once foolish, disobedient, deceived, serving various lusts and pleasures, living in malice and envy, hateful and hating one another. This is what the Bible says we were before we came to Christ. This is that sinful nature that Adam kind of uh, gave down or passed down to us. He, he, he handed us a gift of hate is what he did. After reading Titus, the one thing I realized was this. It wasn't that we were lonely or without a family. We were happy as can be in the family of Satan. We thought nothing about carrying out and doing the work of the one that stood for divisiveness and destruction. We didn't care about carrying out his work. We, but here's the thing. We cringe at the thought of being a true believer of God, being joint heirs with Christ, being joined with other like-minded true believers doing the work of an ever-present and loving and gracious God. See, we cringed at that. See, why do we choose to serve our sinful nature? The Bible tells us this, that there are seven concepts that unite us as all true believers. Those who have been born again of the Spirit. See, there are seven concepts that unite us, and they can be found in Ephesians 4, 4 through 6. There is one body and one Spirit, just as you were called into one hope of your calling. One Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God and Father of all, who is above all and through all and in you all. See, we can't be joint heirs or we can't be part of Jesus' body without God being in us. Because darkness and light can't dwell together. So when we choose the body of Christ, we are choosing to leave that darkness. Hey, let's see what they're rapping about over here in the conversation corner. Hey, Minister Bennett. What y'all rapping about over here? We diverted a little bit and was talking about how when we became a part of the body of Christ, a family of believers, we realized and are still realizing that we can't have one foot in the church and one foot out, saying, Jesus, come into this part of my life, but not this part. If we want to truly make Jesus the head of our lives, we must give our total being over to him. We must give him access to every part of our lives. We must call on him when things are rough and when situations seem tough. We must ask him to come and change things so that we are submitting to his will, being obedient to him. And it may be that the changes that must take place will make us happy or they, will may, they may make us sad. But if the changes do make us sad, it will only be for a short while because joy comes in the morning. You just don't know which morning it'll be, but joy will come. We must know that in the body of Christ, we have fellow believers who will walk with us through times of triumph and times of disappointment. We are not alone. 
And as we become stronger in our faith, God begins to use us to show others his handiwork, that others may see the changes within us and know that it was no one but God. And we can go on and do good works by helping others. I was telling them how I was in a book club with some amazing women, some in the church, some not. But there were times when when we were together that we shared testimonies that encouraged, inspired others in the group. I told them how we prayed for each other when one was going through something. Yes, we did read the books and discuss them, but it was the after conversations that would help and encourage others as well. Some gave me examples on how the church played a role in their lives. One teen said that they were struggling in school with math and through the church announcements found out that there was a teen who was a beast at math and they became friends through tutoring. The grades came up and their friendship grew. One was struggling with thoughts of suicide and found out that they were not alone. It didn't happen right away, but the pastor started a support group for those who had benefited from counseling um, spiritually and professionally and wanted to help another teen who may be struggling with the same thoughts. Another teen talked about uh, their depression because of their parents divorcing. Through listening to the preached word, they realized that they were not the cause of the divorce and it helped them deal with it a little better. So as you can see, by being a member of the body of Christ, no pun intended, since that's our church's name, there are many ways that God can use others to walk with you on this Christian journey. In summary, the family of God is the body of Christ as a church. Inclusion in God's family is a voluntary choice or act each of you have to perform or make. It's not something you are automatically born into at birth, because through Adam, we are all born directly into a sin nature. Your inclusion requires several things. One, you must declare Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior. Romans 10 and 9, you must confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus died and was rose three days later. You must declare whom this day you shall serve, Joshua 24 and 15, where Joshua said, as for me and my house, his family, they will serve the Lord. Three, you must solidify your calling and election, 2 Peter 1 and 10. Therefore, you must fulfill the call that God has placed on you by electing to follow God. I close with these four great truths about the church that we uncovered in this episode. We have discovered the church is the body of Christ. Christ is the head of the church because he's God's son. All believers are members of the body of Christ, which is the church. The body of Christ is one church because we are united by the only Savior known to man, who is Jesus Christ. As always, please don't forget to subscribe and share so that you and your friends will get all future notifications when new and exciting episodes are uploaded and posted. Until next time, stay safe and live a life holy and acceptable to God. After all, it's your reasonable service. With a special thank you to LJ Productions for post-productions editing techniques used for this podcast. This podcast was sponsored in part by the Body of Christ Church in Waldorf, Maryland, Pastor Kenneth E. Stewart, its Christian Education Ministry, in association with Real Time with the Bennetts. Well, Real Talk, what? You got it. Happens all the time. Yeah, it's like that.